Hello and welcome to the Tremendously Awkward Podcast. I'm Dan Barry. And I'm Bill Carr. Ooh, he used his real name. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode, Beauty and the Number of the Beast. Today, we are reviewing Disney's The Black Hole, the first PG movie Disney released, apparently. I don't know that that's true, but that's what it was advertised as. Let's just start off with the synopsis, as is tradition. In the future, a spaceship dubbed the USS Palomino is on its way back to Earth when it discovers another ship that had been assumed missing, the USS Cygnus. Kate McRae, a scientist aboard the Palomino, learns that it's the same ship upon which her father had served as a crew member. When the Palomino's crew boards the Cygnus, they are met with Dr. Ro- they're met by Dr. Reinhardt, a bizarre and a bizarre faceless army who plan to be the first people ever to explore a black hole. This movie was supposed to be Disney's response to Star Wars. And they succeeded by making a better movie. Much better. <laughs> I here's here's what I one of the things that got me about this movie. The special effects. Oh, it was amazing. The best part about the special effects was the anti-gravity. I don't know what magic they were using when they were <laughs> floating in one specific spot. Here, So it's obvious wire work, right? So I'm going to say it's obvious wire work, except when it isn't, and it goes straight into a shot of somebody walking. I don't know what happens to the wires because you can see the top of the set. So I'm confused as to what the fuck is happening. But when they're floating, it's like, oh, this is horrible. Like You can see the strings. It's so uncomfortable. It's a high school play version of Peter Pan, and you can't get over it. Oh, man. I, I loved this movie. I loved every second of it. Oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. Um... So- yeah, so I want to start off by saying, like, the last 15, 20 minutes of this movie, no fucking idea what's happening. No, and it's the best. And it's the best. <laughs> it is the last 15 minutes of this movie. Okay, so it's a it's like a weird fever dream. Like, it's this super space movie, like a space opera, whatever it is. They go into the black hole at the end of the movie. And then I don't know what the fuck happens. <laughs> oh, it's like uh, the what, Reinhardt and his robot Maximilian meet in this black hole as they're floating and like have like a sensual moment. Yeah. And then he becomes the robot. Yeah. He becomes. Is the robot standing on a mountain with its arms up in the air and it just pans out? And it's like he's in this fiery pit with all. He's in like, hell. Yeah, he's in hell, I guess. But it's all these alien zombie things, and people are burning. And this is a Disney movie, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it went. And then and they shoot to the next, the next uh, crew, and they're going into the black hole, and then it's like heaven. And I just, I, I don't know. And there is not one word spoken in the last 15 minutes of this movie. It is. It's so odd. So first off, there's a couple things I can't get out of my head when I'm watching this movie. Right? So 
That Maximilian Shell guy, the guy who plays the Dr. Reinhardt, mm-hmm. he's in um, Deep Impact, and he's in a 1998 movie called Vampires. John Carpenter's Vampires. Yeah. Um, Anthony Perkins is from Psycho, obviously. And, Robert- Psycho, and Psycho 3. Yeah. And Psycho 4. Robert Forster, who is uh, the captain of the ship, he's in all, like, the Olympus Has Fallen movies. He's in Jackie Brown. Uh, he's in a movie uh, right now, they're filming called The Werewolf. He's in Twin Peaks. He's in um, a lot of random TV shows. But again, like, some, like, quote-unquote B-movie horror movies as well. Then you go into, um, I'm going to ignore the, uh, the woman, I don't know her name, it's Yvette something. But then, Ernest Borgnine's in this fucking movie. And he's wearing a sweater the entire time, and I think the entire great. time. Um, Roddy McDowell is the voice of Vincent. Yeah. And Slim Pickens is the voice of Bob, the other robot. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. Like you have Roddy McDowell is trying his best to be um, Roddy McDowell of Fright Night fame, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Roddy McDowell is trying to be his uh, just like sassy british uh robot and then slim pickens like oh hell he just shot me with a laser <laughs> it's so bad oh it's the best yeah, oh, I, I enjoy this movie and there was a lot of death and a few like scary moments it could have been if you had added blood to a couple of these scenes, it would have been on one of those late night Cinemax viewings uh, or uh, Showtime viewing. Oh, the movie channel viewings with that guy, uh, Billy Bob, whatever his name is. Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs. If you had added blood and some like, you know, uh, nudity at any point during this, this movie could have easily been on that Joe Bob Briggs, that Joe Briggs hour. 100%. But, you know, that, that there was one scene that startled me a little bit. is when um, Anthony Perkins takes the mask off of one of the supposed robots, and it's a, it's a human. It's a man. And it's like a zombie. And his face is pretty, pretty terrifying. It's like um, the zombie in Dawn of the Dead just laying in the bed and suddenly rises. That's, that's the image I get in my head when I, when I, when I saw that guy. And then right afterwards, Anthony Perkins gets killed. Yeah, with so they have like a spinning blade, and he holds open a book to stop the spinning blade, and then it goes through the book, and then is obviously kills him. Had they shown blood or had they shown any gore, this would have been like what I would have considered a stereotypical Bill movie that you would have given me. One hundred percent, absolutely. So now we know what to do. We need to do a shot-for-shot remake of Disney's The Black Hole, except I- adding gore and nudity. I would absolutely love that. That that's a dream of mine right now, actually. Yvette Mimieu, who played uh, the other uh, the other person, is uh, Dr. Kate McRae, uh, was also in H.G. Wells' The Time Machine and the movie Skyjacked in nineteen seventy. Uh, this is literally like a who's who of like weird B movie 
oddness. Uh, you know what I mean? Jo- Joseph Bottoms is this this guy. So the other guy, um, uh, whatever the hell's role was in this movie, um, Lieutenant Charles Pizer. He tries so hard to be Han Solo in this movie. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it is so bad. Um, I I don't understand what he was going for. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was something, guys. <laughs> it was yeah. just he's just like doing like sassy lines and doing like finger guns, like I'm fucking Pizer, like yeah. such a dipshit. Great. What's your What's your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene in the movie. Um, let's see. Well, the Anthony Perkins death was pretty cool. Especially it was classic. Thing. Um, pretty much any scene where they're spinning, which made it seem like they just threw the camera in a washing yeah. machine and uh, recorded it. <laughs> There's a lot uh, of movement of the camera where it's obvious that they're not in sync with the movement of the ship. Like very like Star Trek when they would like <laughs> it would seem like it's turbulence, and meanwhile yeah. nothing's happening. Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, I don't, you know what, Dan? I re- I enjoyed this movie from start to finish, and I I don't really think there's a like many there's a specific scene that I liked more than others. Um, I just anytime they were floating just was the best to me when they get introduced. So there's like two okay, so there's like these two cockpits so to speak, and you have the captain and the one dude, and then. You have like this other place where everyone else comes in, and you see them float into the scene, and you, it's just obvious wire work, and they're like trying to stay within like their, you know, they don't want to stretch their arms out or anything, so they're like kind of just waiting, and they lower themselves into the scene, and then they start walking, which too, I, I saw the wires, but at some points you're like, wait, the wires were never taken off, and now they they actually are walking normally, so I am curious to see how they did that, but. It is the like the end of the movie made such little sense that I have no idea what the end of the movie was. I have no no clue what happened at the end of that movie. Oh, also another favorite scene of mine um, was when the captain. Oops. Oh, Bill fell. I fell. It was, uh right toward the end where the captain uh tells the crew to go to the black hole the one guy's like oh so wait we're going into the black hole and he looks at him he's like yep and that was it <laughs> he's like, oh, oh yeah okay <laughs> we're hey we gotta go into this black hole nothing no one's ever done before oh, i mean all right <laughs> that's fine <laughs> so this just you know this movie was was um nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven awards, mm-hmm. um, including at the Academy Awards. Well, I'm not going to say including. I'm just going to name all of them. So it, it was nominated for Best Cinematography in the, uh, at the Academy <laughs> Awards. Yep. Okay. Best Visual Effects. Mm-hmm. At the Saturn Awards, it was, it was nominated for Best Science Fiction. 
best writing, best music. The music, by the way, sounded a lot like the Dr. Evil themes in all the Austin Powers movies. (laughs) (laughs) Best special effects. And it was nominated, two nominations at the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards for most annoying non-human character. One for (laughs) Bob and the other for Vincent, which is the two robots. Slim Pickens and Roddy McDowell. Yep. It is... It is one of the biggest piece of shit movies that I I couldn't stop watching. Uh, And I love it. I want... Like, to me, it's like... Do you think Anthony Perkins was like, look, I'm hot off the heels of some pretty scary shit. I think I gotta go into this Disney movie. And they're like, oh, we're gonna make you we're gonna make you a scientist. Oh, that's great. We're gonna have you empathize with the villain. Um, I mean, alright, I guess. And then the villain's gonna kill you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a second. It was very weird. It was a very uh I just remember watching it. I was watching it the other day. I just remember sitting there going, wait, this came out after Star Wars? Like, <laughs> like they had a basis of reference? What's that? Like five years after Star Wars. Yeah. This came out after Star Wars. They had a basis of reference for what works in the space universe. And then they were like, you know what? We don't have the uh, ability. Oh, wait a second. It came out after a space odyssey, and their space scenes were worse. <laughs> <laughs> the scene where the dude's jogging on the track in a space odyssey, which is like one of the most mind-blowing scenes when you first see it. Uh-huh. And instead, this movie is like, we could build that set, or, hear me out, we could turn the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got it. We we have our crew on wires. Are you excited? Oh yeah. How how well do we hide the wires? Oh, not at all. <laughs> we we are gonna be very difficult the entire movie. You can see them no matter what. Even in scenes where they're standing still and not using them, there's wires on them for some reason. Oh yeah. We, we don't know what's going on. No, just in case they want to float at any given moment. Because you know they're in space, so gravity doesn't exist. Well, then how are they standing in the other scenes? <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> the whole oh, point of like, getting to the, the the big thing they wanted to get on is the Cygnus. And they were waiting to get on the Cygnus. And the movie starts with them just finding the Cygnus. And in the first five minutes, you know, no one's seen the Cygnus in years. The Cygnus in years. Kate, the doctor, Kate McRae, her dad was aboard the Cygnus. And we need to go on that right now because we're right at the bridge of a black hole. And and just slowly, like, it just goes right into that. There's no, like, other real development of the story. Aside yeah. from, like, that one dude, it's like, man, he he really does talk a lot of trash, that Pizer guy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, then she gets on and sees the doctor and he's like, oh, where's my dad? Oh, he's dead. Oh, yeah, he's dead. He's been dead for a long time. Sorry you didn't know that. So, anyway, here's what we're going to do with this uh, with uh, with this expedition here. Let's just go right into the next, the next, you know, the next dialogue. Yeah, not even, like, a moment of, like, sadness. Remember? It's like, your dad's said, oh, okay, so we're going to go into the black hole. What? You shouldn't do that. Like, 
Oh man, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and I, I will probably watch it again. This should be one of the screenings. We're gonna do a um, we're gonna do a live podcast one day. <laughs> no one's gonna come, but me and you are gonna watch these movies. Yes, absolutely. We won't watch a Serbian film because we will be banned out of every bar we go to if we show it. Yeah, pretty much. These are some of the characters. Um, as Robert Forrester is the no-nonsense captain of the Palomino. He is no-nonsense. No-nonsense. Bottom dollar. That's all he is. Yep. Uh, Ernest Borgnine is a newspaper journalist aboard the Palomino. And he is intelligent, yet selfish and cowardly. It's great. It is. It really is. I, uh, I'm going to have to give this movie six out of five stars. Six out of five stars. That's a good... Uh, no, we're not overselling it. Um, it made its box office back, so therefore it was a successful movie in some ways. Well, this is, this is, it's, I mean, the reason Disney is as popular as it is now is because of this movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Disney would have never been able to buy uh, Star Wars had they not made the superior the black hole. Yeah, they'd be, they, they Disney World, Disneyland, all the amusement parks, they wouldn't exist. They wouldn't exist if this movie was never made. Yeah, if you're a big fan of Frozen, you have the black hole to think. Yeah, exactly. Assholes. Bitches. Yep. I don't even know why I said that. It doesn't make sense. By the way, um, the the names Vincent and Bob, do you know what those stand for? I looked them up, but I forgot. Vincent stands for, it's an, it's an, an anagram. What, is it an anagram? No. What's, what's it called when it's just the initials? Whatever. Who gives a shit? I don't care. Uh, Vincent. Vital information necessary centralized so v-i-n <laughs> and then centralized <laughs> slim pickens voicing bob do you have any idea what bob stands for bill um no i don't bio sanitation battalion what <laughs> Bio Sanitation Battalion. Huh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, that is, I mean, I feel like we can drop this one now. Because <laughs> it is something. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, if you really want to understand how to make um, uh, amazing there's actually a couple of cool shots with like matte paintings and stuff that are actually pretty cool. But like, as a, as a movie, I would say never watch this unless you really have free time and uh, you don't want to enjoy your afternoon. See, I'm the opposite, and I say make time to watch this movie and do yourself a cancel your wedding. You can't yes. watch the black hole. Yes, yeah, absolutely. All right. Now this brings us to our next moment in time. What mm-hmm. movie Billy Carr has picked for old Dan Barry? Remember, I gave you a good one. And I'm going to give you a good one. And this is this is a who's who of, of uh, 
uh, actors and actresses as well. And it also stars Ernest Borgnine. Oh. Yeah. So starring in this movie is Ernest Borgnine, William Shatner, Tom Skerritt. Um, wait, wait, wait. The Tom Skerritt? The Tom Skerritt. Hot damn. Also, John Travolta's first movie role. Ooh, Bubble Boy? Yes. <laughs> really? Oh. Ah. So, this movie, Dan, a Satanist cult leader is burnt alive by the local church. He vows to come back to hunt down and enslave every descendant of his congregation by the power of the Book of Blood contracts in which they sold their souls to the devil. Dan, I hope you enjoy eyeless melting faces because you are going to be watching 1975's The Devil's Reign. I Are you sure it's not The Boy in the Plastic Bubble? Because it sounds a lot like it. Well, close. This movie is uh number i don't know if it's number one but it's on roger ebert most hated films list (laughs) (laughs) and i'm I'm just reading up here uh ernest borgnine revealed at a convention panel in 2010 that the movie was financed with mafia movie and that he was never paid for his work in the film (laughs) that's hilarious yep Roger Ebert's most hated. I'm now obsessed with this. Yeah. Oh, oh, and also um, Anton LaVey, who is the author of the book of the, the, the Satanic Bible. As we all know. A technical advisor in this movie and plays a high priest. Now, the director hired him um, to get, like, these... Uh, rituals and like black masses down to as real as possible i guess so he hired i guess what is pretty close to satan himself anton levey mm-hmm. him to make sure that the movie went you know was was i guess as, as as true as as possible and uh like i said melting faces eyeless people it's uh you're gonna enjoy this one. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. I think we're gonna have to go through this list of bad movies because some of these are uh are gems. Let's see. I mean, just as a lot as a line, thirteen ghosts is on this list. Really? What the original or the remake? Um I don't know. I think it's the remake. Uh, Constantine. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Oh, come on. That movie's great. Ballistic X vs. Sever. (laughs) (laughs) Battlefield Earth. Tommy Boy? Really? Tommy Boy? Yeah. Hellraiser 2. Are you kidding me? Uh, Freddy got uh, fingered? Really? Yeah, it's uh, Staying Alive. This guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, what an asshole. Ladies the dead. Usual Suspects. 
What? Yeah. His quote on the usual suspects, to the degree, to the degree that I do understand, I don't care. <laughs> oh, well, that's funny. That's a great response. <laughs> Caligula. What, the porno? Uh, I don't know if it's the porno, but it is the porno, probably, because I remember it's like... Yeah, so the movie that movie was made, and then somehow Penthouse got the rights to it and added a bunch of hardcore sex scenes in a movie that stars Malcolm McDowell. Hell yeah. <laughs> Stargate? Yeah, Stargate sucks. Uh, obviously, the Dukes of Hazard. This is great. Spice World. Fuck you, you son of a bitch. All right, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll stop there. Guys, uh, make sure you go on ProWrestlingTees.com slash TeamTremendous and TeamTremendous.BigCartel.com to get all of our merch that Bill doesn't remember the links to. Follow us on social media at the Dan Barry at WWE Dutch. Bill, what do you want to put over today? Well, I'm angry now. Because Roger, Roger Ebert's an idiot. So I'm not putting over anything. All right. Nothing today. All right, well, see ya. Yeah, see ya.